Thanks for listening. If you haven't already, go ahead and hit that subscribe button. It's totally free to subscribe. Social media posts only make it to approximately 10% of your followers, so this is my way of communicating with you more directly. I hope you enjoy. Subscribe. Welcome to the block. Since my last letter about basketball, the Suez Canal was unblocked by the engineers, and this morning I was trying to decide what to write about in this letter. I was reading the news, and I came across a popular post on LinkedIn that resonated with me, and at that moment I knew what I wanted to share with you. The news that I saw was about SpaceX, the Starship SN11 explodes, debris falls from the sky. The LinkedIn post had over 21,000 likes and 1,400 comments. It was from Robert Sweeney. It said, the comp package for an entry-level software engineer at Google is over $190,000. Many other tech companies have similar comp packages for new grads. Way less than 1% of high school football players make it to the NFL. There are only 875 open NFL jobs each year for college graduates. Meanwhile, for every computer science graduate, there are 10 open jobs. Parents, the benefits of getting your kids into STEM programs are much greater than the benefits of getting them into sports. Now, I'm not a parent yet, but I do have a niece and nephew and young cousins, and some of my best friends have started to have kids. But the point here for me isn't about the kids or STEM versus sports, because I don't believe in that sort of false choice. I know plenty of people who are great in sports and great in school. I would argue that you should encourage your kids to get into both STEM and sports, as they have different benefits, and both are positive, in my opinion. For now, though, I want to focus on the STEM side of this. For anyone who maybe hasn't heard of this term before, STEM stands for Science, Technology, Engineering, and Math. I'm going to frame this through the lens of looking at two STEM tycoons, Bill Gates and Elon Musk. I read an article recently where Bill Gates said that he believes science, math, and economics will be high-demand skills in the future job market. This advice from Bill Gates resonates with me, and my experiences have backed up this claim as well. From what I have seen in Silicon Valley, and from what Elon Musk's kids are doing with AI and ML in their futuristic school Ad Astra, I'd say these two super-rich super-geniuses are onto something. Certainly, studying STEM fields worked out well for the two of them. Aside from their intelligence and wealth, what strikes me about these two guys is their different approaches to how they deploy capital to achieve their goals and what the goals that they set out to achieve say about how they think and their approaches to leadership. In the case of Bill Gates, I'm mostly referring to his charitable nature, the creation of the Giving Pledge and the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. The Giving Pledge is a commitment by the world's wealthiest individuals and families to dedicate the majority of their wealth to giving back. The Gates Foundation is a nonprofit fighting poverty, disease, and inequity around the world. These efforts are monumental in providing big money as well as serious intellectual and human capital. This is a very grounded, pragmatic approach to solving some of the biggest problems we're facing today. Elon Musk, on the other hand, is focused on solving problems that humanity as a species is likely to face in the future rather than the ones we necessarily face today. For example, Tesla's mission is to accelerate the world's transition to sustainable energy. 
This is a very noble cause, as moving faster towards sustainable energy seems obviously beneficial for the long-term survival of humans on this planet. As I mentioned earlier, at Elon Musk's other company, SpaceX, a Starship prototype just crashed and burned after another test launch from the site at Boca Chica, Texas. The crash happened while attempting to test parts of the Controlled Aerodynamic Descent, aka the landing. On the SpaceX website, in regards to the reason for this technology, it says, This capability will enable a fully reusable transportation system designed to carry both crew and cargo on long-duration interplanetary flights and help humanity return to the moon and travel to Mars and beyond. Elon has also called for turning the village of Boca Chica, Texas into a city called Starbase, and he is encouraging people to move there on Twitter. As of this morning, he was saying, Please consider moving to Starbase or greater Brownsville, South Padre area in Texas and encourage friends to do so. SpaceX's hiring needs for engineers, technicians, builders, and essential support personnel of all kinds are growing rapidly. Starbase will grow by several thousand people over the next year or two. Musk isn't the only one looking to explore the cosmos either. Jeff Bezos's Blue Origin and Richard Branson's Virgin Galactic are also busy engineering spacecrafts. This week, Kathy Wood at ARK Investments launched a new exchange-traded fund, ARKX, which is focused on space exploration. Just last month, Relativity Space, which builds rockets with robots using 3D printing, unveiled a reusable 3D-printed rocket to compete with SpaceX's Falcon 9. So while Musk, Bezos, Branson, and others are looking to the future and beyond Earth, Bill and Melinda Gates are more grounded and centered in the here and now, trying to solve some of the big human issues of today, and anticipating the problems of tomorrow. They all have their places in society. We definitely need the visionaries and the pragmatists. I do my best to see the big picture and look ahead, while also staying grounded in the current reality and the limitations we face in the situation at hand. I'm glad that we have people like Mackenzie Scott to help balance out some of the hubris that these STEM leaders often indulge in. Lord knows we need it. With all this talk of space exploration, it seems to me that we could certainly be doing more to spread awareness and make progress on solving the water crisis and cleaning up the oceans, for example. Those problems just frankly aren't as sexy to talk about, work on, donate to, or invest in as, say, going to Mars. What's most exciting to me about the time we live in is that thanks to science, technology, engineering, and math, we get to see the limitations of today reduced rapidly over time. As more people around the world come out of poverty and get access to housing, healthcare, education, and the internet, the possibilities for what we will do here on Earth, in digital space, and in outer space are limitless. What will you do with your time? What will future generations do? What will we build? Where will we go? It's fun to think about. It's even more fun to execute. To infinity and beyond. Until next time, block. What's going on, everybody? Here comes your market close snapshot from Tuesday. March 30th, 2021. In U.S. bond yields and global equities, the 10-year was down almost half a percent to 1.708. The 30-year was down over 1.5% to 2.371.
the Dow Jones, the NASDAQ, and the S&P 500 were all down a half a percent or so. The Russell 2000 outperformed. It was up 1.7%. And the HSI outperformed in Asia. It was up almost a percent. In the USA Big 8 stocks, the Tesla was up the most, up almost 4%. And Amgen led the way on the downside, down 2%. In the China Big 8 stocks, Baidu led the way to the upside, up almost 7%. And Alibaba was the only one on the downside, down 1%. In U.S. banking, fintech, and crypto, Goldman Sachs led the way on the banks, up almost 2%. And Square was up 2.7%. Bitcoin and Ethereum were both up over a percent and a half. Bitcoin is at 58669 and Ethereum at $1,844. In mining metals and foreign exchange, the GDAX was down over 3%. Gold and silver were both down. Gold is at $1,685 an ounce, and silver is under $24 an ounce. The dollar index continued to inch a little bit higher, up to 93.277. And in commodities, steel was up over 6.5%, and wheat futures were down 2.5%. Oil was also down almost 2.5%, down to just over $60 a barrel. All right, thanks for joining, everybody. Talk to you soon. If you haven't already, hit that subscribe button. It's totally free to subscribe, and all my clients get the first year paid subscription free with any package purchased. With the paid subscription, you'll get investment research tips in real time to help you expand your wealth. I do the research so you don't have to. For those who don't know, I run Elbay Endeavors, a consulting company which helps individuals and entrepreneurs expand their wealth and businesses. We offer packages suitable for everyone from rising investors to Fortune 500 companies. No matter where you are on your financial or entrepreneurial journey, we're here to help you get to the next level. Download our free guide and schedule your free 30-minute consultation to get started working with us today. The annual subscription costs less than 22 cents a day. You really can't afford to be without it.